All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Welcome in episode 381 of the Real Life Podcast. The intro is no longer playing Chalmers. Yeah, how can I talk over it if I can't hear it? That was intentional on my part. Uh, Episode 381 brought to you by the HGA Group here to make your business better. Shout out to the HGA Group. We love them very much. And shout out to Frank Saravalli for joining us on the show today. I'm alive. You are surviving. Surviving the jungle. This town was like bananas after the game. Oh, so I was in there uh, in the Hall of Fame room doing the media veil. Oh. Like people were climbing on the Gretzky statue, <laughs> going absolutely insane. I'm torn if I love it or don't like it. I know. I'm a little bit like Like it. I love the fact you're riding the Stanley Cup into the sky. <laughs> like that's kind of cool, but like I don't also, know. Also, you're not even halfway there. I, I know. I there's a no, lot of it's a little early. It's a little I, early to be City of Champions, act like you've uh, been here before. Uh, on top of the statue, shirtless. I love, but I love, but I love the energy. Like it's, I'm so torn. I'm so torn. I, I love to see it. I hope that I hope the the statue is engineered to handle such a yeah use Root force. Yeah, I think for the it first was two- actually greased before the game. Did you know that? So that you couldn't they climb greased it? everything, and yet pe- that's what I wrote in my story. I said the poles and everything were pre greased, and yet God, they got on top of that as as easily as McDavid. Imagine that was your job because they claimed the statue. <laughs> they know we're like monkeys after a game. We just yeah. like to climb anything that comes in front of us. Like uh, leaving the arena after one super cool. To be like six beers deep, walk out after a playoff game and the sun's shining. Yeah. Like that's a neat feeling. Yeah. And then just horns fucking honking everywhere. Like the whole way. It's wild. Is it neat or not great? I mean, walking out of a hockey game. Oh, it's amazing. You walk out and you're, that's you're, playoff you're, you're a little bit in your cups and you all of a sudden you feel that sun. I don't know. I, oh, it's nice. It, no, it's like when it's, the lights it's, turn on at the bar at 2 a.m. They introduced a new size of beers at Rogers Place. Like a mega size? So... I, so the lines at the actual bars are always very long and all I drink is beer. So I usually just go to the concession line where they sell like popcorn and food. Cause they, you can get beer yeah. there. So I go and I was like, yeah, like draft Canadian. And she goes, do you want it in this cup? It's only $3 more. And it's like this monster cup. And I was like, Oh, it's the Betty Ford size. Yeah, They're like, doing oh. a better job at getting beer to you with having yeah. all those little pop-up stands the or like little grab and goes. Uh, but anyways, there is a bigger size of beer now. I you guys like have the taps where you can go and fill your own. No. no. Oh, like other arenas now in the U S 
us, that's like the new thing where like you swipe your card and they just give you a cup and there's like 40 taps on a wall and you just go up and oh, pull yourself all. one and leave. Oh, that's it's all about unreal. efficiency. That's the thing. Like the, the, the key to building economics is quick peas and quick beer purchases. Well, they need to figure out the cocktails though, because there's only oh, so many cocktails. cocktail stations and I, I don't drink beer. I'm the opposite of him. That's where pre-mixed been, drinks now should kind of maybe try to no take over. There's no pre drink in a can. You won't crush oh, a neutral? Yeah, there Rivals there. it. Which, which well, one? High Noon. Oh, High Noon's a good. Do you guys have Nooners here? No, we don't. We don't no, uh, no. I see they're becoming very popular though. Oh, I don't I, even like, have Bud Light hard sodas. Oh God. Yeah. Those are honestly, That's all man. I drink in the summer. Like we have some awesome uh, vodka iced teas too in a can. Like not too sweet. Like so I that, could drink it, those all. I could drink 40 of those. I think maybe the taste. There is Ryan Coke in a can, but they don't sell the game. I, I like That's, a big glass of ice. You know me. I need a yeah. big, big yeah. glass of ice. So. What kind of what flavors are high nooners? Like are high nooners uh, or watermelon, pineapple, black cherry? Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's it's not um, it's not malt liquor. It's actual vodka. Yeah. Which it's is, say, like you know, like it yeah, says that. Yep. See, yeah. that's genius. Like you gotta make sure people know because I know that the one thing that a lot of people don't like about maybe some of the other ones is that you don't know what it is. Yeah. You don't know like exactly what liquor it is. Like a, in a seltzer, it just says just like yes. a Bud Light oh, hard oh, soda, which is the most misleading drink. It's Bud Light, the brand, which yeah. already throws you off. Mm-hmm. And then it's their hard soda, mm-hmm. which contains every Nine pounds of sugar, every yeah. chemical on the periodic <laughs> no, table. Free. It's terrible for you. <laughs> so, sorry. You, so you said you were at the game. Yeah. You had six beers. Pretty good. Pretty good for a Sunday night. Even That's though it's a, a holiday, BPP. I would have thought there was a little, couple more. Yeah. Couple more. Now, Frank, I know you were at the game too, and a lot of people have been asking you because it's a big, it, not just a rivalry on the ice, right? There's a rivalry uh, off yeah, the ice. Your tweet got people going. Your tweet uh, got people going, and I noticed that. Why, uh, why is that a thing? Because that's important to yes, us. Yes, that is civic it, pride. It, it's it's not, like, put your wrench on the table and size up. Like that's, <laughs> yep, that's, that's exactly, yeah, 100%. Man, we, we are 100%. small towns. We are small man syndrome, yes. all, like, to the max. And if we can, there, like I've always Anything said, to one up Calgary. if you can win all these little battles, you'll win the war. And the the the... the Noise level in the arena is one of those small battles that we've wanted to win. And so you want better fans. We won. Well, I wouldn't even say better fans. I would say more passionate fans, which is better. Okay. That's, that's a very I, I elegant think, way to say it better. I think Thank part you. of the issue with Calgary is, and I've just thought this as a whole, you know, since I've covered the NHL is it's such a transient market. Like there's a lot of people in Calgary that aren't from Calgary. Yes. Yeah. And so there may be other NHL fans that live yeah. there. Whereas Edmonton, like it's you're, deep rooted you're and from the, here, it's in the DNA. you, you live yeah. here because you're from here. And yeah. the, the other thing I would say about it too, is in Alberta, it's kind of known as like two different classifications. Like Calgary's more of like the business white collar where Edmonton's more like the blue collar. That's why I love it. Working man's. Yeah. I'm and from so, Philly and that's what we are and we get it. And when you're the working man, if you can, if you can win one on the, uh, the white collar business class, you know, oh, you take everyone yeah. you can get. And that's why it was Feels important good. to us to be louder and be more boisterous, have a better. It's atmosphere. also nice to just be in an actual NHL arena. Yeah. 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 So you're in Calgary. Yeah. And uh, like I've, I have, it's been a long time since I've been there, but what I remember is, is if you're up high, the ceiling in the middle of the arena is actually lower than where you, yeah, you are. can't see across. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Hey, like, it's, well, it's think about the actual saddle dome. Yeah. Like it, it is like that on the outside. My son too. was blown away when I told him that it was, it's called the saddle dome because it's to mirror a, a horse saddle. Like a saddle. And he's like, Whoa, that's good. Uh, like, engineering oh, Marvel in 1983. Yeah. Yeah. Like as a kid, 40, I thought it was cool. 40 years later, it's a dump. Oh. It's a dump. And it's just not, no part of it is, is set for NHL business. Like just going through there, um, you know, everything's crunched in. Like, Mm -hmm. you you know, even just, you know, press working areas, you see the team areas, like their locker rooms are literally like 40 years old. Yeah. The flames room is like barely bigger than this one. It's, it's insane how small their dressing room is in their team space. And just think from like the, like, seating construction it's lower bowl is like 10 rows high they did it the exact opposite and then of their what, second row yeah today's economics are they have no suites and now every if you look at roger's place the the lower bowl is enormous yes. because mm-hmm. you can sell more tickets and they're more expensive mm-hmm. you make the upper bowl as small as you can and it's, it's steep it's apparently opposite. and yeah. steep as hell to prevent or to, have, well, to you give you what? dementia you, yeah. you know what steep as hell and and i and i kind of like how steep it is the very first time i ever walked in there i was a little thrown off by just mm-hmm. oh, how steep it. it's a little 
you know, get a little vertigo. The, in there the only thing but, with the steepness and is, and this is as a tall guy. Like if I just lean forward, like an inch, someone's like, can you lean back? No, but up there, w- the very first game that we went to game two, yeah. we were in the upper section, about seventh row. And the people in front of us, they very, they leaned forward the whole game and it did not hamper my view. Oh, really? Oh, say, nice. It's beautiful. I don't think your arena is steep enough. It <laughs> actually goes too far out this way. Oh, and I think it, it, it removes you from the, from play and it actually kills your view. Well, they didn't the make the lower, sure. they didn't the make the lower bowl way. steep enough and they should have stacked the boxes like in, in loge, like, like further, out. further out. Yeah. And then that's the thing because it's too wide. And that's you want why everyone on top of each other. Well, and, and that's what like Rexall had. Yeah, and that's why it. like you could just create, you, we could pop the lid off of that building. And I know Rogers was going ham and, but imagine if it wasn't like less air to fill. That's, that's why we always get the library moniker because there's so much air to fill in that building. It but it's gotten a lot better. I was night. at game oh. one. I was at the 2017 playoff rounds. This has been as loud as it's been. Oh yeah. No, it's there's, we're, we'll make there's sure. a feeling. I mean, like going to the game now, like there was obviously a lot of excitement going into this playoffs just because of how well the Oilers were playing and just mm-hmm. what, what the team looked like and all that. But like how shitty the division was, how shitty the division was <laughs> last night was really like the, the peak of how, well, these people, these guys are playing together. Like, I think this is the best I've ever seen this team play. And well, that's, that's, I had someone mentioned to me after the game, they were like, just so you know, this like, we're, this is the Oilers just getting started. And I was Who like, said that? I can't tell you somebody, oh, somebody, tell. somebody in so media in, in, said no, an that independent observer was like, this is from around the NHL, not working here. It was like the Oilers are just getting started. And this team like, can get better is what he's just Well, you yeah. saw, you and, saw, but Con- I was like, hold on a getting- second. I feel like I heard this before from us. Yeah. Every day. Stop me every day. Yeah. Uh, yeah but it, honestly, they're playing so well and the lower pieces of the lineup like that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. But that Nugent Hopkins line isn't scoring, but they're, but they're effective now. They're effective and all that. Just think, what if they start scoring? What if they start getting some depth scoring here? You know, like the second and third line, if they start to chip in, if Ryan McLeod and Kyler Yamamoto, who I thought had some really, really oh, good chips together. McLeod is due. I know he is. And so is Yamamoto even. If those guys can get the offense going at five on five, this team's going to get more difficult to beat. Cause like, I don't think Connor McDavid's play is just going to fall off a cliff. At oh any my point, God. Right? It's, it's insane. It's like only you, getting better. You might just slow him down one night and he might just get two points. And like, that's probably, that's you know, awesome. wishful thinking. So you might need a little bit of depth, but that was, that was, I've said it like 900 times now in the last 12 hours, but that was a convincing win. Like I we, saw your tweet. I was going to reply back and say, what happened to cautiously optimistic? But like, but like it, it like, went away, in that, but no, but like, I'm still nervous as shit. And right. But like, and, and, and you need to be, but like that game, like I didn't feel like we were going to lose it. Like it, not it, at it, any point. It did, and that's convinced. Like, so like, that was so interesting. That was like game seven against LA. Like I know it was tight early on, like for, for us not to score in the first period. I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like we played so well, but we didn't get one. And now, you know, they'll get a bouncer way, but then no, we just pedaled. I did not in the middle. see that coming. Yeah. I did not see. Yes. That was coming. insane. Because I, I thought the flames had played so well in game one that they would find a way to reassert themselves in game three. And then especially with that first period, as dominant as the Oilers were, Markstrom had kept them in it. And it was like, all right, they just, they need one goal. And, and it seems like the Oilers would just get super frustrated. So uh, full disclosure, I couldn't watch the game last night because I had fatherly Okay, duties. now you can't watch the next game. No, that's not true. <laughs> that also means you're not allowed to go to game four. Oh, that's, that's not that's, true. That's a I am watching. Let me know what you do with the but, tickets. Like. But my, I guess my questions would be, and this is kind of just going to lead to analyzation of the game, but like what made us so dominant was it our speed was it the fact that they just couldn't get anything going what all of a sudden changed from game one to game three the flames it was out of pure deference to mcdavid yeah they they instead of like attacking you in waves they actually sat back a bit and took a more layered so they're spectating kind of like what we did in game one you know where we were sitting back on our heels that's not their mo it's the Mm -hmm. weirdest thing that's not how calgary plays that's not how how they played our game that's like that's the thing we made them change that's that's what happened is is for once the oilers actually dictated the style and pace of the game a team that stinks starting got on its toes early and, and actually forced Calgary to play that way. See, and I, I think that's kind of like the trend of this playoffs in other series too, like teams making teams play 
out of their comfort zone seems to be where like, I, I don't know what the hell's going on with Florida, but they're not playing the way that they normally played. You know, we weren't playing zone. the way we yeah. were playing. We, we usually like, or we should, our game plan was different against the Kings yeah. and we went down and I, I see, I just, I don't know. I don't remember it being like this as much in playoffs before. Well, they're also standing there watching McDavid. Like they actually got the best seat in the house. <laughs> yeah. That. We, we all are, but they are, which is odd. Some of the shit he's doing. Oh though, my God. Is like stuff I've never seen him do. Like the, the, the hard the, cuts, the hard cuts and the spin moves in the slot. It's just like, and how much time he's spending out near the blue line. Like it, it gives me this feeling like they always knew they could play like this, but they just were saving it. I don't know. No, he was learning. You watch him do it. You are definitely nope. not good enough for that. No, he was learning. Cause I, what, and that's what I, I'm like. There's not good enough for that. Like, there's no way that they could be like a team like in the NBA or just, yeah. you know, kind of load management kind of just gets themselves to the, to the playoffs. That's what the and lightning then, have done, but they're actually good enough to do that. Yeah. Like when they did it with Kucherov and shit, but uh, yeah, it's like McDavid's just, it's, it's mind blowing what he's doing, but I like what you wrote in your piece on daily face off. It's almost an accident that this juggernaut line has been put together now. Like it almost shouldn't have happened. You guys should send like a case of wine to Mikey Anderson. I know you all hated him before. Yeah, because he's like, a grown man with yeah, the name Mikey. Yeah, F this guy. Get rid of the Y. Uh, well, <laughs> you're Mike. You're Mike. <laughs> you're Mike. I like Michael. Mikey. I don't know. I have no issue. <laughs> I, I, I have no issue what, what are we sending him wine for? Because if he doesn't injure Leon Dreisaitl, that line is not together. Mm, 97 okay. and 29 are not on the same line. No. Uh, but like I, I know we're seeing them play so good together but still would you want like would, wouldn't you want them both driving their own line not with the way that line's playing yeah, I guess like the, I guess, we, can't, we can't argue the results blowing their doors off the flames and can we admit he's 55 points those three guys have in 10 games Zach Lang tweeted <laughs> the last time a trio did that in the first 10 games of the playoffs was 1988 with the Edmonton Oilers. And they actually had eight different combinations of three guys. Of course, of course. Uh, Lines one through three had that. Yeah, but it hasn't been done since 1988, this kind of a run from three. Can we admit, like, Leon's looking better? Oh, yeah. Like, skating-wise? He's he's looking a little better. Like, he's digging in on his edges. I I don't know if he got tripped there or if he actually fell because of his ankle. I, I, I didn't see it. Yeah. So we, we, I asked that question the other day where if every day when he plays and then he has a day of rest, whether or not it was one step forward, then one step back, or if it was two steps forward, two steps back to recovery. And it, it would appear that it's more like two steps forward, one step back. It seems like he's getting a little bit better with every rest day. I don't, it's hard to say. Cause that's an injury that like, it, it, he could take four steps forward and six steps back. Like yeah. that's just how it is. And, and especially like you worry about re-aggravating it or, or, or additional strain and stress on it that I, I would just take every day off. Oh, hundred percent. Like, I, I wouldn't skate unless it's, well, uh, I, I don't think he is. Yeah, is he, is he doing no, it? Yeah. The next but two and game, give him a good rest. How is it? Seriously. I I've been saying this for now, the battle of Florida, if they can wrap up and sweep with all the hockey they've played, to get oh. a week off yeah. and get Braden point back yeah. for the Oilers. If they could then watch St. Louis try and make it a long series with Colorado, we're going to learn. So like I, I said, last game we would, you know, for game three, we would learn a lot about game two. We would learn a lot about the Oilers. Mm-hmm. Now for game four, it's show us what you've learned. Mike Smith unprompted brought it up after the game. He said, we didn't, we needed to learn a lesson losing to the Kings after we were up two to one, they didn't take care of business. Yeah. You guys were in LA. You saw it, you know, did they go to the beach? What did they do between Cody games? He looked like a tomato. Looked like a tomato. I had pre-game, <laughs> pre-game skate. I'm like, Oh my God, is he red? Yeah. And then you're probably saying, Oh my God, what he clearly wasn't preparing for yeah, this game. They were yeah. celebrating this the series already. This was not a already. beach vacation. This was a business trip. Yeah. And now you have an opportunity to put a skate to the throat of your arch rival in your building with a chance to go to the conference final for the first time since 2006, oh. get it done. Get it done. Well, but that's so, but I think they're, they're, they're now talking the talk like about that. So they're, they're, they're yeah, saying the words now. I don't want to hear, any hear any more words, but, but they're actually like Show saying the right things. Yes. Now. But they're like, we learned something. We're going to come like, and like you saw Connor on, on the bench there after the hat trick goal. And, yeah. he, and he's still, and, and you read his lips. He's like, Oh, it's, it's coming. Like, I don't know what he meant, but like, 
I think I know what he meant. And I think there's, you know, this well, is just the beginning. We're going to get their best pushback on Tuesday here. I oh, mean, that, 100%. Like, we, you, would, you would have to expect that it's this gonna team be, would go, this is not us. And they're going to come out with their best game plan. And so if we can take care of business on Tuesday, then I don't see why we shouldn't be done on Thursday. Get about, a nice big rest. Oh, don't even start. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I've gone from cautiously nervous. What was it? Cautiously yeah. optimistic. Cautiously, cautiously optimistic to shoot it into my veins. Confidently <laughs> optimistic. Well, so we have created the opportunity to nail down this series. Yeah. Like it's, so just it's, it's well, business. Right. Let's see what they've learned. Get to work. Like, uh, and yeah. you know, I know Connor's showing up tomorrow. They just don't, they're not, I've said this all along. This team isn't good enough to give away games. Nope. And Calgary's actually a good team. You give them, you give them any room to breathe. Give them a door to open. Yeah. You just can't you let can't them breathe. Give them back home ice. Yeah. You just got to win your home games and you're going to the conference finals, which is wild. Just wild. Um, before we keep going on, that was a luxurious performance by the Edmonton Oilers. Speaking of luxury, shout out to our friends at Alfa Romeo of Edmonton at our watch parties. I know we talked about this. We are giving away at the end of this series is when the draw is done. So if you've been to any watch parties, make sure you take a picture of your raffle ticket. Two nights, Fairmont JPL, and we give you an Alfa Romeo to drive out there. And that's a good prize, Frank. Mm-hmm. I like it. But the, the speeding prize, tickets are on you. Yeah. Yes. Don't speed. Not the other good. prize is a round of golf with me. So which one would you rather have? Definitely the, car the car and the hotel room. <laughs> I don't know. I've played golf with you already. A 18, little bit. <laughs> 18 holes at cattail crossing with me. Sounds pretty good. By the way, like, so since I'm obviously new to driving back and forth between Edmonton and Calgary, oh, what boring. is the acceptable speed? 130. Yes. I was going to say 128. I put the cruise control on 129 and yeah. I was like, can I, I, I was like, this feels slow. It, 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 is, it is, but like, it's acceptable. Wait That's till you, rate, yeah. oh, you won't be driving. Yeah, you're not driving in peak times. That highway is a nightmare. I think if, on peak I times. think if somebody clocked you and saw a one, two, it doesn't matter what the final number is. You're not getting pulled over. The minute they see a one, three, I believe allegedly that it depends on which lane you're in the left or the right. If always you always drive. Safe. Yeah. Always, yeah. always mask always your speed safe. in the right lane. Yeah. What's the acceptable speed? The posted speed, Frank. <laughs> that is, that is, that is the it's weenie too, answer. It's too boring the to weenie, drive. Weenie answer. That speed. The answer that our legal department would like me to say. <laughs> so what's your, what's your uh, travel plans then for the rest of this Just series? Are you back, back and, and forth? forth? Yeah. Beautiful. Don't hopefully, know. hopefully only one drive too. down. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of gasoline alley. I was going to say, yeah, well, hopefully you have one more drive down and one more. Well, we'd fly out of there. So on. Yeah. No drive back. Yeah. No drive back. I would be a okay with that. Yeah. It's kind of like the unwritten media thing is like whoever goes up two to one, you root hard for that team. Cause you're like, let's get this <laughs> over. Make it quick. Let's get this travel <laughs> over with it done. <laughs> I don't care who it is. Just make it quick. Do media guys drive together? Do any of them uh, carpool sometimes? sometimes? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I brought uh, Josh Clippert in from the Canadian press, drove him up from uh, Calgary. And yeah, every, I mean, and do you guys talk hockey the whole time? From, who gets uh, the ox? No, no. Hey, who is the DJ? Ox? Uh, I just threw on some. Uh, actually, you know what? You guys will enjoy this. <laughs> I the first thing I threw on was a little Brett Kissel. Oh, wow. oh one in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one in Rome. That's our. That's Alberta's boy. That's Alberta's boy. Gonna break Kissel Anthem at some point. We did in the first know, series. He did the American one. Yeah, I bet you. I bet you. Maybe on Tuesday. Yeah, maybe. I love the crowd singing the the anthem. That's we sing both, Frank. No, I know, but I, yeah, I love when just you so just you know. put the mic down and you're like, all right, you, you guys. I, 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 would, I would love early. to go to an American arena and have them sing the Canadian anthem. You probably could. Well, well remember, I could definitely, do, but I, I could. There, I don't even think. We could sing our own. I believe it was against Ugh. San Jose that we, we have started a lack of that pride here a long time ago. And I remember oh, something. Ab- yeah. yeah Lorio started. And we went, but we went back to San Jose and they sang ours. I can, I, I somehow I remember this. We could look it up. Maybe oh. I'm wrong. I've been before, but no, it, I, it, it, I don't know if it happened against us. It was a big us. deal that we sang. Oh, the American it was a huge. Anthem. It was like, it was like international news. Yeah. I still get tripped up on all of us command. That's I, I still say all thy sons. Command. Oh, all half the crowd yeah. does too. Yeah. 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 I gotta say I do. I do too. Well, it's been, and it's, well, the, we were brought up with it. It's like, it just, yeah. it's, it's ingrained in yeah, us. It's, it's like, it's, it's all it's, I've it's, ever heard. It's why I call it Northlands Coliseum. And it's why I call it K days, Klondike days. And they've changed the names of both of those. So 
It what does a, the K mean? Klondike. Dry, no, dry side. Oh, dry side. Oh, there's a thing that? from the other day. I did see that. K. So we know what it is, but that just shows just well, how loose well, they're feeling. Okay. So <laughs> this is going to show my ignorance to some things, but uh-huh. I do not know what it means. Well, we we can only speculate, but I'm pretty positive it means Cologne. He's yeah, he's from Cologne, and then K. in in German it's spelled K O L N with the dots. Okay. And, and so was Spec asking that question a dumb question? Not that you would call another reporter's question a dumb question, but was it unnecessary? Was, was it an unnecessary question? Did it? I would did say it, it was a deserve that kind of answer. No, I would say there could have been a better logical deduction to get to that point, <laughs> so that you didn't have to ask the question. You could have. But then he was you, like, "You could have said, is that is the K for Cologne?" And then just kind of left it at that. As I just wouldn't. To, I would have never ever. Well, no, but I like, wouldn't if you're going to ask it. I know yeah. you shouldn't ask the question. It's. I, I think this is one of those situations, though. To be totally fair, that we miss not being in locker rooms because, like, you're just like you as he's walking away. You just be like, hey, what is it? What's the K mean on your hat? Like, it yeah. wouldn't be broadcast. It wouldn't be. You know, it, those holding type, a microphone. Those are the type of things too that, like, he's not going to be sitting there and wanting to give a smart ass answer. He, you're asking him in the locker room. That's the type of stuff that builds like a rapport between you and players, right? It must be yeah. super. Tell hard. me more about Cologne. Tell me, you know, what what is what is it a football team there? Like, what is it? Um, and you just get into some conversation about something. My oh. my assumption in the media game is that you create sources by having relationships with people. And so it's maybe still easy for you to have them with like upper management and, 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 and agents and other people, but to get new sources as that are players that you think maybe will become front office must be difficult these days. Like, I, I, is it, is it proving to be a little harder or do you it's get those relationships harder with through players? Definitely harder with players. Yeah. Just cause you don't, we haven't been in a locker room since 2020. Yeah. You're still not allowed in? No. Do, Do you think it's ever going to come in the Hall The of only Fame thing room. we get is is two players at a podium in the Hall of Fame room and you're tower 25 feet away. Yeah. Is it going to like, do you think it's, it's going to come back, back for in next the fall, season? Apparently, yeah. well, that's what we're told, but that's what we've missed. And, and if you've seen some blow ups between reporters and, and media on, oh, on Zoom or. <laughs> Yeah, there's been a couple here, but think about the rest of the league. There's been a few, yeah. no matter what. It's because you don't have that ability to just, you know, their only crack at you also is for them to make some remark because he can't just walk by you at the end and be like, hey, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Well, it's like just texting with like you you text with friends and stuff or you text in a group chat and something gets taken out of context and it becomes when you just can talk on the phone and just yeah. hear the person's voice, look in the person's eyes on the phone context yeah like it yeah well i'm glad it's coming back in the fall for you yeah must be boring not being able to go in there too plus you see a little you you probably see body language you see people the way maybe other players interact with each other i'm a i'm a storyteller so i feel like my work is not nearly as good because i just don't have context to add i don't have you know, I, I would go find like I would love to at some point during this series to write like a detailed Brett Kulak, you know, farm kid coming home. Story. His dad was riding the tractor when he found out that he got traded. It's here. an awesome story. But like I'd like to just talk to other teammates about like how has Brett Kulak fit in? Get some like tale or some story about when he arrived. Like you can't do that. You can't eat like they're they're not. It's just not possible. So, yeah. Just a small example, like, hey, yeah, no, 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 it's that's the type of storytelling I would like to do. But you're stuck with the two guys that are at the podium giving really generic cliche answers. Well, and you're probably a perceptive guy. Like you probably when you're you're maybe interviewing somebody and you might have some thoughts about just two guys and you can just see how they interact just in public away from the cameras away yeah. from. And it probably can shine a light. And confirm something you think. You shoot not. the shit. Someone tells you like a little nugget or something, some detail, some something you didn't know, and you're you, you're you're using it. How right. do you think the NHL is doing right now? Telling stories. Uh, like for the last year, I've been talking about yeah, telling this. telling stories. Telling stories gets you invested. Look what F one has done to F one. Did anybody care about F one before they started telling the stories of the drivers? No, they didn't. How Jay's gambling on and it. now Jay's yes. gambling on it and probably stay. Was there a race this weekend? There yeah, was. I watched yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so Barcelona, it's it's working right now. The PGA is getting into it, and the NHL, like obviously, they've got the TNT broadcast. They've you know they're trying to do more in the states, but like still in this playoffs. 
how do we think they're doing? Like, I don't know anything but about you can't, anyone. But in really. the playoffs, they wouldn't let you in anyways. Yeah, but they're doing, that, they're doing that like Stanley Cup confidential or whatever that thing's called where they have the behind the scenes and they're putting it on whatever network in the U.S. Once a week, it's almost like a, they want it to be like a hard knocks, but yeah. it's not anywhere close to it. Oh, I didn't even know they were doing that. I that's all no we're seeing. And like, I don't know. No one else has any access. Why do they get access? Uh, well, of the two, you know, interstate, interprovincial rivalries right now with the South, the Battle of South Florida, the Battle of Alberta. I mean, one is kind of living up to it, I guess. And the other uh, one's just a fucking bloodbath. Well, and I, I, I like, I like how it's being like the Battle of Alberta, like it, the shots that they're taking in their media veils is great. EOA has lived up to the hype. Oh, yeah, yeah, like it's it's awesome. Rasmus Anderson saying that they're getting beat by one player. Oh, they will. Kachuk did the same thing. Yeah, the, who? the guy who plays half the game. Oh, okay. yeah. And, How yeah. dare you talk about Zach Hyman like that? Yeah, yeah. Zach Hyman will play. You see Bag Milk's tweet? He quote tweeted the Rasmus Anderson, like, we're getting beat by one guy. And Bag Milk goes, uh, how dare you speak about Jacob Markstrom like that? It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. I would like to know. And in Do you terms think of like, he's regretting not signing here? The Oilers aren't regretting how that played out. Though. Oh. You got Mike Smith. Maybe it would be different. Yeah, maybe, but what do we, Kate? Okay, so Mike Smith for like, if, if you had Markstrom at his cap it versus Smith at his, you probably can't sign Zach Hyman in the summer. True. But yeah, you're probably also starting the series at home because you didn't have a crazy swoon to your season. Yeah, maybe. But you know what? That's probably also still your, coach. but that needed to happen. All the, all, all that stuff needed to happen. We're calling that. We're calling their home ice advantage an advantage in our favor. No, is that what you're saying? No, I'm I'm saying the swoon in the season. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were saying that all that stuff happen, needed like starting on the road. Yeah, no, all that needed to happen okay. to get the Oilers to where they are today. Because like, look at that last six weeks they had to the season. Right, that's when Mike Smith showed up. That's when the team started playing better five on Evander five. Evander Kane, best late Evander season Kane, Jay Woodcroft now comes this in. Season question mark. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah. that's I mean, it's like so. with like with like. Can you believe I sat in this very seat and said I would never let this? I would never want this. I would never have you that said happen. You would never cheer for him. I did. I also. did. I have admitted to being wrong very many times on this. I was simply looking at it from one lens, and it was completely wrong on my part. And I will continue to admit that I was very, very wrong at that because they still sold their souls a little bit. To oh, well, yeah. you know what? And teams do. I mean, you look at a player that gets ousted from his team in the NFL for doing something and goes to another team and he, and he, and he plays great. And, and then everybody, we're forgets. not trying to build a team of good people. We're trying to no, win. We're trying to win. And, and, and I was looking at it from another teams way. Get and, wrapped up in that. Yeah. <laughs> for and me, as long as how many, how many borderline oh, they or, love or actual in, criminals yeah. did they, they love have? make yeah. work projects, Aaron Hernandez, et cetera. Like, I mean, <laughs> but do you know that? Yeah. But yeah, but they drafted him. Like, did you know yeah. what like, they knew there was from college. hundred percent. Oh, from college. They knew he was a terrible guy. Okay. No. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. God damn it. He There's lots of people that are terrible yeah. guys that get drafted and overlooked. No one's ever said anything about Evander Kane's ability to play hockey. Yeah. No. And that's the immorality of sports. And it just is what it is. You know, like, I, I mean, if you want to be moral, maybe we shouldn't be moral or immoral. Maybe it should just be like, let's, let's try and win. Yeah. It's working for the Oilers. It's working right now. You like it or not. I so guess. let's, yeah. it's, because it's worked for a lot of teams though. They've been able to find value in players that are, cast off like look at the hurricanes they've got tony d'angelo on their blue line and max domi up front why was max domi free because he's perceived as a pain in the ass why was tony d'angelo available for one million bucks because he got kicked off the rangers like they've taken they've just said you know what come on down come to carolina and we're gonna win well, as long as you've got good leadership to kind of insulate yeah. that stuff or, or, or those people coach that's able to, and they got a good coach and that player also, you know, decides to make a decision to kind of just focus on hockey and like personal life stuff. Just like turn that off. I wonder what the summer is going to take for Kane. I put out a tweet yesterday um, when I was just standing on the concourse at Rogers, two guys behind me in very Oilers fan fashion. were like, Oh, they got to sign him. Oh, I heard from a buddy that his knows his real estate agent that he's looking for a house, you know? Okay. Who could we, Oh, move? everyone. <laughs> and then they're all <laughs> that is such a traditional rumor. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, then they start getting into the, well, if you can move cow, oh, no one's taking Cassie. No, I bet you this team would take them for a third round pick. Oh, but if they move Barry too, then you would have, enough money for Kane and Pouliard and like 
classic Oilers stuff. Like, oh, he yeah. just has a hat trick in the second period. It's the second <laughs> intermission, and these guys are trying to fix the cap situation. Let's just get through moment. the playoffs. He's definitely here. taking the money, right? Kane? That's everyone's sense around the league. Is like, uh, no matter okay, what so happened with the Oilers, he's just going to take. I think he's in a position where he has to, though, right? Like, well, let's say it's a three-year, five million dollar offer from the Oilers, and but he, he a can go get six million dollar offer from the Columbus Blue Jackets. But he can probably go get eight somewhere, couldn't he? Not. No one's giving him eight. I don't think forty goal guy. But his his he's got baggage still. I know right now in the yeah, moment this I don't think has gotten it's, rid it's of not, it. It's not. I don't think it's the dollars that everyone's worried about. It's the term. So if he goes and just he should just go and sign one year deals. But obviously, no no agent no, will ever no good yeah. for him. He's no agent for the longest. No no, term. no no no. I know. Well, but no you, one's giving but if you want max money. Yeah. If you want max money, you could go. You go sign a one year eight million dollar deal. Somewhere. Just I don't, I don't. But his agent will definitely not allow me to do that. Giving me anxiety. You telling me about what those two guys were saying because it just makes me thinking of listening to sports radio and just wanting to. He owes like twenty four plus million dollars to his creditor. So, well, maybe if he gets a little bit of that San Jose contract back. That's maybe he can go to Saudi Arabia sure. and play golf. And w- any indication on how that's going? <laughs> no, they basically are holding off the second part of his hearing until after the Oilers are done their playoff run. But they're also getting antsy at the longer and deeper this goes because they're like, we need to figure this out so that the Sharks know how much money they have to spend in case some of it's coming back on their cap. Oh, do they get nailed for it on the they cap? They might get nailed. That's what this hearing process is for, to decide how much, if any, they should pay him. So he may get some money, and they may also get hit with a cap penalty for if they improperly terminated his deal. And so that could be a uh-huh. reason why he is on his best behavior right now as well, you know, and, and will continue to be until that's solved. Think he's just like, doesn't the NHL well, have to give you the blessing to terminate a deal? They felt that it was on on fine or strong legal grounds like they i don't know what they know but Mm. obviously the nhl they don't give a blessing but i think they would basically tell you like yeah we think you can win or not like this case and with kane i they they had the support of the nhl i think but it was going to get grieved no matter what from the pa because the second you go terminating deals like you you have that's not a precedent you want to set is to allow a team to wiggle out of a contract. So they're pursuing it hard. And um, it's, it's a really interesting spot for Kane now. Like he, I don't think he's on his best behavior because of that. I, I think it's just because he's trying to get back and continue his career. Yeah. And I think that's the only thing that kind of drives people crazy. Like you hear, and I, I'm, I get from his perspective last night, they win a big game, you know, a lot to celebrate. And then the question inevitably comes during the press conference about, you know, given your history, given where you were, did you ever think you would be in this spot this season? You know, his yeah. career was on the ropes to be contributing with a natural hat trick in a second round playoff game for the Oilers. And it, part of me admires his confidence because his answer was, no, I always thought I'd be playing in the NHL. And part of me is just like, why don't you just admit some humility yeah. and say yeah. like, you know, I was in a really tough spot. Like I wasn't sure where my career was going to go. And I've and learned I, my lesson. But do you remember his first we never press hear conference that. here in Edmonton? He was smug. Like those answers he was giving. We sat again on this podcast and we're like, that wasn't the first impression we thought it was going to be. His confidence though, that's, I don't know, so you call it, you call it part smug. Of his brand. It's probably, it's brand, but. It's also probably what makes him a hell of a hockey player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. He's not. He's not that guy that's sitting there squeezing his stick, shitting his pants in a no. playoff game. He's like, yeah. I'm going to score. Oh, he's making plays yeah. at high speed in a phone booth. When that's, you've been as good as he is his whole life, and you've been told how good you are, you know that's that builds up that confidence. And but a lot of guys, I'm buckle glad he now has when it. You get to <laughs> no, he lives for it. True. You know what was interesting last night in the game? Well, yeah, there's two things I want to talk about, but this one, but like. The flames weren't like the big bad flames. No, they weren't allowed to be because McDavid and Drysdale and Kane put them on their heels. Like even when Lucic and what I, I don't think that should have been five minutes for charging, but anyways, that's another debate. Uh, does that made sense though, didn't it? Not to like veer you off course. 
I was going to ask. Oilers up because- for nothing. 11 minutes left. Oh yeah. Temperatures are rising. Oh, hundred percent. He hits, he hits him and you're like, okay, just get this guy out of here so we can turn down the temperature. Yeah. 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 I, I guess, game, but it's it, like classic game. Management. Yeah. That's, and that's fair. I, and I would yeah. love to have heard what they were saying around the iPad when they were reviewing it, probably being like, God, yeah, that's not that bad, but we're not really good. Cause he was already in the room at this point. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we're not going to fish him out of the room and bring him back in this game. Right. No, not but like, I'm just like, but Luch didn't go ham on like, like Archibald was able to kind of like contain him. Tyson Berry had like full control. Is that Trevor Lewis on the ice? Yeah. Like we, like we just like manhandled that situation hilariously. Like yeah. it's like, we were the captain now. I was going to ask not, about this because I didn't see it in real time. I saw the preview, but like, wh- first of all, he's not going that hard. And what well, he slowed Sutter down said afterwards is, could you imagine if he did charge him? If he didn't like, slow down, I love that quote because he's right though. Yeah. The fact is, is yeah, he would have. He did slow he down. Actually, he would have put Smith into the third yeah, row. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then to break it down, you see Archibald come in. He's the yeah. first one, and he just ab- he just absolutely does his job and in that, that situation. And you got to respect Archie for that. Like he's everyone's been shitting on him, but the guy's fearless. He'll go and hit anyone. The Oilers had the right guys on the ice in that situation too, which was lucky for them. Yeah, Cast on the ice too, right? Yeah, I think everyone. Yeah, was. so that helps simmer yeah, down. Each was on, so it was just a proper line match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the moment where Smith comes back down the tunnel oh. and they show him on the big screen and the crowd went fucking bananas. It was like a gladiator re-entering the Coliseum. That's so yeah. good for him because so. just think about game one. Like, like people have been hard on him and to have for that reason. To, for a good reason. I mean, I'm, I, I, but you can't be since for the last two months, be upset with how Mike Smith's no. been. the best goal in the NHL since March. 1st. And I, I loved in Jay Wood cross press or how he kept referring to the 63 games of oh, the yeah. Markstrom played kept mm-hmm. using that number and how it was partly, partly at Markstrom. Oh yeah. But directly. it was also, no, it no. was also a shot. I think at, at spec for his tweet from game two after Smith had a rough start again. And he tweeted that Smith is so clearly tired. Uh, well, yeah, because that's what he's doing. The 28 plus 10, 28 plus 10. He actually looked and I might have pointed at spec as he was answering it. Cause he, he, cause (laughs) I I know that he was looking at him and we all laughed cause we all knew exactly what he was doing, but he was like, he mentioned Markstrom's numbers, but was like, this guy's in mid season form. So he was throwing two punches. Yes. Yeah, which I love. That's yeah. great. There was definitely some read between the lines. Oh, that was. Uh... And Speck knew it. He laughed after. He's like, oh, he's like, that was good. <sighs> how do you think Jay Woodcroft's been? Like, how do you, like, I, I, I listened to that press conference and I'm just like, this guy's awesome. Part of it, like, I'm not giving him, like, he, he's done well. But part of it is like this, this line being together is also partly, as I mentioned, by accident. Yeah, Mikey Anderson. But I'm not even saying coaching, just like how he is. I think in his, his press demeanor has been really good. Like he's been super confident. Calm. There's, ne- there's never been a point where you've been like, "Ooh, I wonder what he's really thinking." Like Sutter has even like a, and you expect him to crack some of his guys at some point. But like, even in certain moments where it's been put on a tee to like really pump his guys up, he doesn't do it. And and I think Jay has been. Really, he's been really solid. He's just really, he's been good. He he's worked a long time for this moment. Mm-hmm. He really is like he's fifteen he, years in and he's ready. He's clearly got a good attitude. He's clearly a good communicator and, and just he's just good at like keeping things calm and like keeping things positive to get the best out of guys. And you mentioned this on Oilers Nation Radio the other day, Frank. But like he's been around most of these guys for so long. Like going back to when he would have been an assistant with guys like Connor Darnell and Leon. And you brought up the comment he made about Ryan McLeod, right? He like, said, I know everything about his game. I was at his first ever professional game. I coached it. It was in Bakersfield round two, game yeah. two, whatever he quoted the game. He's like, I've seen every step of his development since then. That's, that's really value. I think mm-hmm. that's the underrated part of having him step up is he's got the experience with those guys from when he was an assistant. He's got previous experience being on deep playoff runs with the Red Wings, where he's seen it, felt it, seen how coaches react, how they communicate. And then now he's, you know, sort of lived his own journey as a, as an AHL head coach to get to this point where now, other than some of the guys that came in, 
you know, a Kane that came in late in the season or a Kulak or, you know, an Evander Kane. He's known almost everyone here for a while. So Oilers fans often criticize front office and maybe we're not giving it the credit because it seems to be built from within. Who in your mind gets most of the credit for Jay Woodcroft's lifespan with, you know, like, was he with, like you said, Detroit? I don't know anything Todd about McClellan. That's who gets all the credit or should. Yeah. It, that was his guy. He had mm-hmm. him as a video coach. They were assistants together. Uh, or he had, he worked as an assistant under McClellan, then came here with McClellan, worked under him. And then when McClellan got fired, his, oper- his option was you can go keep being Todd McClellan's guy and go with him at every stop. And he'd probably be working in LA. Every coach has someone that they bring along with them. Or you can go be your own guy. And who brought in McClellan? Shirelli, Shirelli, I think. Well, I guess the. I no, guess we're not giving him any credit. No, no, we're not I'm giving him. I'm joking around. Uh, I just think it's like, funny. Credit to Woodcroft too for in that moment being like, you know what? I want to be my own guy. It would have yeah. been very easy to hmm, living in. I know living in Bakersfield is nice, but like living in Los Angeles, coaching in the NHL. Yeah, you're an assistant, but like to take the jump of like, no, I'm going to try run my own bench. I'm going to try do this thing myself. Like, I think he deserves some credit for He's that. He's got a really non-traditional path. Like not many guys start as a video coach like that and then make their way up. Comparisons been made and he was asked about it. Uh, him and Eric Spolstra have had that conversation because Spolstra was the same for the Miami Heat, right? He was their video coach and then worked his way to, to an NBA head coach. And you mentioned credit, by the way, like I, Ken Holland had been ripped for a long time and not, no one's celebrating too early now. But the moves that he's made have actually really been paying off in this moment. Kulak. Kulak, Keith. unreal. Ke- uh, Kulak. Keith, yeah, Keith. You yeah. can't, Kane, Kane fell from the sky. No, like, yeah, but, yeah. but you have to put, you remember we were just talking about uh, the Edmonton Calgary, you know, put your nuts on the table. Yeah. You're putting your job on the line when you sign Evander yeah. Kane. Yeah, that's fair. And he that's sat, not th- yeah. That's not easy. I know there were a bunch of teams interested. That is not easy to make that call. Because if he tears apart your team, you might be out the door with him. The thing is, we were in a situation where you had to do it. You had to take the risk. Cause, and he did. And he, and he did. Like, but not, like, we created that circumstance where we had to be the team to get him. So we and, were just talking about Markstrom, though. Like, what if he gets Markstrom? How different is this conversation or isn't it? He ends up sort of sitting on his hands a bit. Ends up with Smith. Smith has been fine. Mm-hmm. And at a value price for this team that needed yeah. it. And then what about all the moves that he didn't make this year getting a goalie? How how long did people bitch in this market about not getting a goalie? Well, we wanted through it Skinner. And so, part, yeah, so <laughs> since, we're, since we're talking about goalies, I thought this was really weird. And you being the media, you might have an insight to this. But I see the tweet that says, uh, Miko Koskin has announced that he's going to be playing in Europe next year. Oh, it's not. It's rumored. It's, it's a, a rumored, rumored that it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Why is this coming out right now? Where did this come from? Well, the European seasons are already over or ending. And so this is like their free agency time. So they're aggressively pursuing players. There's supposed to be, well, there is not supposed to be, there is a transfer agreement that's supposed to be respected where you don't talk to or sign players that are under contract in another league. That if that is the case, and I don't know if it's accurate or not, um, that's not supposed to happen. It could just be one of those I thought things it was where just, like, you know, Miko knows whoever's running things there and maybe the conversation just kind of happens. Right. And it's yeah. like, oh yeah, like I, I know I'm not staying in the NHL next year. Like, but that's, that's, that's not, that's not accurate. He, he could he, stay in the NHL. He easily get a one, one, five, one, three million dollar backup deal. I really think he could. Dude, he, he, this, I don't know why everyone shits on Koskinen. He like has do, it's his contract that sucks. Yeah. Yes. He has he actually carried this team for a stretch this season Yes, and he played way more than he's ever been asked to. I just think like who's in a position where Miko Koskinen is the answer, like Buffalo or Arizona. But why wouldn't Edmonton be if you had someone that you didn't have injury concerns with, with, with Smith Because you're going Smith and Skinner next year. But I'm saying another team could be in the same spot. Why wouldn't like, if you look at the body of work of Koskinen this year, you're not looking at it saying, Oh, this was shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're, all you're saying is this guy can't play 30 out of 35 games. Yeah. I, that's what we've always well, said. In any team if he that's plays every there, six or every yeah. four, like why would fun. you not be confident in Miko Koskinen? St. Louis should get him because they're going to lose one of the two. That's probably one of the teams that would be it. Like I would imagine there's a number of teams like that that would be like, hey, we need a cheap. 
what about Tampa? Like we need a cheap veteran guy that can play. Yeah. I, I just know. thought it was very interesting that that, that I saw that yeah. in the middle of the second round or starting of the second round. Everyone talks. didn't make any sense. So it's just like, there's no respect for anything. Like, like there are no rules, <laughs> especially when it comes to tampering. Like everyone's yeah. already talking about free agents and. Oh Yeah. Just that used to be huge rules back uh, in the day. You'd see like NFL signing a player at 1201. Like, oh, you just came up with this deal one minute. It happens in the NHL all the time. They're not supposed to be till 12 noon. And we, I know about them like four days ahead of time. Okay, before we wrap this up, got to give some love to our friends at Oodle Noodle and DoorDash. Ding dong. Uh, promo code real life DD gets you 25% off and no delivery fees on your first order. Why not pair it up with a little Oodle Noodle? I'm going to get some tasty nudes delivered. Damn right you are, Frank. Via DoorDash, gluten free. Uh, gluten free. Ooh, do the uh, jungle curry. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. All right. Is that the. You have plenty of gluten free types? Uh, I think we have two. I should I think name, name anything we other have, than the jungle curry. Uh, <laughs> because. Uh, Kung There's pa- a pad thai. Maybe he does. Pad thai, kung pao, and jungle curry can be oh, yeah. gluten free. Bang, bang, look at that. With the rice nice. noodles. It's the uh, sauce right. that matters. Yes. So uh, that's why jungle curry sauce. It's the sauce that matters most in anything. It's like I've Cambodian Alfredo. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's Cambodian we Alfredo. We didn't talk sure. any like spicy. At the beginning of this. What did you want to talk about? Well, no, I don't know. Well, we got to wrap. We just usually go off, off topic, but it was so nice to have Frank in here just talk hockey. But, but we also just coming off of an amazing game three. It was unreal. Well, no, I know. I just thought it was What's very- on your mind, Chalmers? Come yeah, on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. When do I get to redeem myself at playing you in golf? One shot, one hole. Are you guys, are you guys golfing today? When are you guys coming to Philly? Oh, yeah. Christmas. I mean, well, yeah. I good could take you guys on guys, a- When are we? On an unreal golf tour. You're no, you're no uh, stranger to traveling. No. You love to travel. Or we could just meet somewhere. Well- Let's go to like Frank. Ozarks National. For anybody. Oh, well, because of the show Ozark, I really want to go see Lake of the Ozarks. I'm assuming that's yeah, by the lake. Yeah, it is. It's like built right like on like the tops of those like mountains, whatever it is. Ozark. For anybody that watched Season the PGA four. Tour this weekend, Mito Pereira was oh, set poor guy. to win it. And he steps up on the 18th tee box and has an all-time nerve mental block mental block and hits his driver poorly and it reminded me of when me and frank had a sizable wager on a par three for closest to the hole and i don't usually get nervous but i really Dude, wanted I this one thing in there <laughs> and so there was I, a lot of people well, watching you also, had, you also had frank heckling yeah I, I had frank heckling but you know what i could deal with the heckles i, oh, think I it thought was, a guy i thought he got to you i like th- okay i think it was a mixture of being in my cups and frank heckling and just how much i wanted it because there was a lot of people around watching yes and uh it was on and, video too i've still <laughs> never seen the evidence and uh yeah i meet Pereira it and i and i haven't there's not a day goes <laughs> or did by he, I or did he chris it. chalmers it Okay, okay, Chris Chalmers did. I mean, the best part is I was just trying to be charitable. I had already, <laughs> I had already won the bet on the previous hole, and I said, "Hey, double or nothing, just to try and get you your money back." I know, I and know. Then you fuck, you need, you needle dick. I was my own worst enemy. And missed the green. I was my own worst enemy. So I, yes, I want redemption. Plus, we had a good time. I mean, yeah. that night we had a good time. And, and so, not, I, just to be totally clear, not to toot my own horn, but. That was the best shot you you've ever missed hit? the green. Oh. And it, instead of being like, Hey, you know what? Like all I need to do is like, get it. I did stick it like 10 feet. Yeah, you did. Yeah. No, you beat well, me handily. If the series ends up going six games, you would have another off day that you could spend here in Edmonton. Right. Do we have any details yet on the nation golf tournament? Uh, we are waiting to secure the date. It's going to be, I think we're trying to shoot for August. Do we know 18th? the course? Cattail. It is going to be with our friends at Cattail Crossing. Hello. Love them. Had to mix new course. I, I like that. It's that's not always the same place. Yeah, it's good to move around. It is good to yeah. move around. And cattails and beautiful. well, and and cattails got like an amazing clubhouse. That's their that's the big draw. There is yeah. I play there in a gold golf tournament. Uh, uh, just north of the city. Yeah, it's like right just, by. It's still in Edmonton. Yeah, it's still in Edmonton, but it's like right by the garrison, right by the army base. Okay, so if our friends at Points Bet were setting odds, what would be the odds that at some point Gregor cries? Oh, it's there. minus uh, ten thousand. Yeah, it's, it's you like, would you would break you the book. You could set your watch to it. Oh, yeah. you'd break the book. A dollar would win you like ten cents. Yeah, 
It wouldn't even be worth it. There's no value in it's it. Like, it's like McDavid to get a point on any given night. Or to get one and a half minus in the playoffs. Yeah, well now it's like minus one. In the, or God, whatever. there's no juice to chase. But you know what? Shout out to Liam for yesterday on the pregame show, actually looking at his line mate to Leon. get over one and, and a half. Leon. It. Oh. And I did mention Evander Kane, I believe, in the... Oh, yeah, I bet show. on Kane to I score. The game was Kane to score. Oh, man, hey. I really wish I bet Kane hat trick. That would have been juicy. Is this the pregame show I wasn't on? Yeah, because <laughs> you were coaching your kids <laughs> at baseball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tyler that's, said he would. Tyler said he was going to uh, make it work. That's uh, one way to put it. You were like, "We need to do it at two. I'm I did like, not say we need to. I said I could be here at one, but you'd have to leave. I'd have to leave space. the game. Yeah, and I'm exactly. willing to do it because I wanted to see my boy Frankie. Well, you got to see him today. Uh, you got to see him today. I did. There's another pregame show in Edmonton. We'll do that. And what I was getting. What do you mean at if was, there is? Gonna, we're going to have one on Tuesday. No, but he's saying if we like close this one. Oh, yeah, you are. Oh, I feel like oh, yeah. we need to take real life on the road. I've got the spot. Okay. Any <laughs> any boys weekend somewhere golf golf trip and we're gonna we're do it up. Dinehurst. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Jeez. How far of a flight is that? What is that? Oh, Where well, is it? to go to Philly is already a pain in the dick. Yeah, yeah, North Carolina. It's, I don't know. Is it not it's a it, convenient you, flight from here to Philadelphia? It's not direct. No. You got you to fly either to Toronto. Toronto. Well, that's your, that's, that's the way we You go. guys could go uh, Calgary to Newark nonstop. I could pick you up in Newark. Yeah, but then we got to go to Edmonton, Calgary. Yeah, but. That's easy. That's a drive. I mean, it is easy. What's the drive from Toronto to Philadelphia? Eight hours. Oh my God. Never mind. Uh, fun, fun content though. Real life road boys. trip. Real, real life road, road trip, trip. It through the U S yeah. Real life does Niagara you Falls. Can stop in Buffalo. Yeah. I love Buffalo. I am going to Buffalo soon. Huh? All right. Huh? Listen, huh? I'm hey. in for any golf huh? trip. Are you, what's your, so are you just here for this, this series? Or are you going to travel around just to other this series? series? I was going to ask Jay, not on the, not on the spot on real nope, life. Do it right now. What happens if the Oilers win? What am I doing? That's uh. TBD. That's a good problem. You can come stay with me. We can't get ahead of no, ourselves. No, I won't. <laughs> yeah. We got, just like no the Oilers, more. we've got business to take care of in game yep. four and game five. Yep. I well, need to I was, see my family. As a business owner, you've got to look ahead to possibilities. Can look ahead. My oh, family wow. also bought a dog while I wasn't here. Oh, really? While I wasn't kind? home. So I. Is it like a, a baby? White one. Yeah, it's a puppy. It's a toy well, you're missing Mini the worst part. Toy then. poodle. You're and missing the something. first four nights of of yapping. Everywhere. Some kind of retriever, something. Uh, Hot dog was great. When we brought him home. Yeah, yeah they so said this ours, dog actually. has not said anything. We still didn't come up with a name yet. By the way, I think we're gonna call it Biscuit. Oh, biscuit. name with Connor. Classic dog name, biscuit. biscuit. But biscuit also hockey term. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Fair. Um, the point I keep trying to make because we were talking about golf is if this series goes six games. There would be another off day where you're coming up to Edmonton. There and are no off days. We could take you out here. Oh, not for media. Actual media. <laughs> oh wow, what a rude thing! Well, to you got to create the circumstance Actual where it, golfing is considered media work. Well, what is? Yeah, what like is? I'm just saying because game six would be Saturday. I report to you, so if you can, if if that's what you want to determine, and you call, we could always my carve day, it out. Like, we could always carve it out. What is? What is? Afternoon, we could go golfing. What is from the end Nine of this holes podcast? In the evening. Oh no, it's, no, we can tee off at seven and get eighteen. Yeah, in. I was gonna say in the morning, PM. I'm teeing yes. off at five tonight. I'm fully confident. <laughs> He's I'm like, tee off at seven in the morning. Get all 18. He's like, in the morning? In the morning? Like, it's like that, like 7 a.m.? He was making fun of me. I'd love, I love no, making fun of Chalmers. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's early. Yeah, well. I'm I like even, playing early. I'm a little stiff wait. up until at least 10. I love morning what, round. What does after do. this podcast tell the beginning of game uh, four look like for Frank? Okay, so I already crushed out two shows I wrote late last night. Yep. I'll go to the Oilers Avail at noon, hustling down to, to Rogers yeah, for that. Going. And then uh, the Flames are at 1.30. They have practice. Might be doing a little Tim and Friends today on Sportsnet nice. Very nice. Then uh, got to sort out and write my story for Tuesday morning. And then Tuesday, do it all over again. Game day. It's uh, to somebody who doesn't do it. And I know you probably are, you, you know, it probably isn't always fun, but that sounds like a lot of fun hanging out at the rink, listening to it me. It used to be more, we just talked about why it was more fun. To yeah. Like, be, no, no, for sure. Now it's just, you're sitting around staring at the same media. People. Uh, I just hope, you know, you got a lot of, a lot of young boys dreams that you're living right now. Uh, and that's thanks. a lot of fun. Yeah. So what I always wanted to do and girls, yep. this is, this was it. This is all I ever wanted. Yeah. 
All right. Should we wrap this thing up here? Sure. Well, Get Frank's got to be. I know he's got to be at the rink in five minutes. I know, I'm going to have to drive him very quickly. But uh, you follow Tyler is my Uber. <laughs> yeah, I'm Frank's Uber. I, I have a car here, by the way. I just haven't used so it. So when you know you're driving Frank, around, did you clean the car? Did you make sure it doesn't smell? Uh, I did actually take it for a wash and my mats had a lot of like, you know, the winter sand. Yeah, of course. Transition, so I yeah. sprayed the mats and all of that. Oh, okay. That's going above and beyond. Pumpkin seeds in case the Frank wanted to big pumpkin this seed guy. Are you are? He is. Oh, you pumpkin are. seeds are oh. like spits. Yeah, all yeah. Discussion on them. Sunflower seeds. We've done this debate. Sunflower seeds, we joke. Pumpkin seeds. Well, no, that's 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 rude. No, it's not. Both what are flav- both do are they good. Come in flavor. Seasoned. Yeah. Seasoned is the way to oh, go. No, no, you no, you, I, wait, do you guys have like buffalo? Oh, buffalo no. ranch. Oh, sunflower seeds. Uh, cracked pepper. Is chili that? lime. Cracked dill pepper. pickle. Dill pickle. Oh, dill pickle's good. Yeah. There's yeah, chili yeah. heat. There's. I like barbecue too. Barbecue. Have you tried seasoned flavored spits? I don't do pumpkin seeds. Goat, no, no, but no, the, but the sunflower, sunflower seeds. Oh no, we yeah. don't have that brand. Have you tried pumpkin seeds? Get him a bag. Can you get him a bag? You, you gotta try try one. You I'll have one. Can you get pumpkin him a bag? Pumpkin seeds are seasoned elite. Sunflower seeds. He's never had them. They don't have them. What's the seasoned? What's it's, just their flavor? It's called seasoned. It's like but all dressed chips. You, just, you don't know what it is, but it's I did have a bag of all dressed at the game yesterday. What do you think it tastes like? I think it tastes like. Sour cream and there's some acidity to peppers. it. There's some sweetness yeah. to it. So here's what's interesting. This is why I noticed, and I've never noticed it before because I was just, I was, I just thought all dressed was like a fancy way of saying like not Thousand Islands dressing. <laughs> but yeah. they on the bag they had an image of salt, yeah. okay, vinegar, and a tomato, and a, and an onion. And I was like, is that what they're actually going for here? Well, maybe it's like sour cream and onion, dill pickle, salt and pepper, all put into one. Yeah, I don't know. The world may never know. But it's good. I'm an all-dressed guy. Yeah, I mean, so am I. The the the, the next best chip to all-dress is the Miss Vicky's um, uh, sour cream and... Salt and vinegar? Come no, on. No, it's the blue one. Yeah, What's it called? sour cream and chili. Sour cream and chili. I like ketchup chips. Yeah, so that's a very Canadian thing. That's a very Canadian Ketchup thing. chips are delicious. Spicy dill pickle gross. Is, uh, is definitely... Cr- uh, climbing up the ranks for me. I'm always a salt and vinegar guy. That's my homage to the uh, British Isles. I is that a thing? Oh, we love salt and vinegar over there. You, we, yep. My God, yeah. That's why, well, they, they, love why they love fish and chips. I'm half there. Scottish. I love I love HP sauce. I love vinegar on my fries. Yep. And- it's like my mom, you know, when she goes to the States and she asks for vinegar for her fries, they, they asked her if she wanted to clean the windows. Cause that's what they use it for there. They don't put it very anything. good to clean the windows they and your coffee machine, the windows and your water machine. Yeah. You should always have some vinegar on for cleaning purposes. Do not mix it with bleach. Wait, no, wait, is that the right thing? What do you know about cleaning me? Hey, it's actually, uh, I mean, if you want to get into what my household chores are, yeah, we don't want to do that, but. Yeah, Amber wins guy. every That's why time. you can't do all those other media avails. Amber and I have lived together for two and a half years now. We just bought a house. I've never cleaned oh, a bathroom okay. once. You know what? I take everything else. I, I'm serious. I do everything else. And the deal is she just has to clean the bathroom because I don't want to do it. Speaking of Amber, That's fair. it reminded That's me of trade-off. the watch party at the Pint on White. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I saw the video of JR cutting it, cutting a rug yeah. with Amber and your M Chuck. Yeah. That was a good time. That was a great and time. Yeah. It, it, you know, Obviously, it's good game. It's on the weekend. Yeah. Good game. Great atmosphere. Uh-huh. A lot of people that we just we ran into Fanny Pack, Freddie and his brother. Oh yeah, the yeah. guys we golfed with. Yeah. I got so drunk, I forgot about that. <laughs> I love Fanny Pack. It was Freddy. such yeah. a good time, man. So if you haven't been yet, come down to a watch party. Yes, they are a bunch of like-minded people doing like-minded things, stressing out stressing at the same out. times, high five and at the same time, high-fiving. I feel like the high 10 is making a comeback. I've noticed that these parties been high tending a lot yeah. of people. It's a very, it's very 80s thing. Me and you yeah. hugged. We hugged me and Jay got caught in a hug. Yeah. We caught in a hug. Yeah. Waz is, uh, Waz is catching us. It's a very doing yeah, catching us. He's, he, he's on the case. Yeah. Caught us dancing. Caught me and Chalmers hugging. Anyways, the city's alive. Enjoy it's it. Alive. Get out and enjoy it. My wife and her, and my two kids on the same night that we went to the pint on white for the watch party, went to the game. Um, it was our first experience in Rexall for just a watch party. And they absolutely loved it. It was late. Um, See, I think that's weird. Do you really? Yeah. You think, Have you I been think in the building weird. for one? The team's not there. They're, they're uh, around the about. <laughs> it's a good for a couple of reasons because it, it gets people that maybe can't afford to go to a game into the building. No, yeah. I, I get, I get it, but I don't, I'd be way more comfortable sitting on my own couch. Oh, but for people with young kids, like it's an experience. Oh, the them, kids right? love it. It gets them. So go to the pint on white, but you, with the, your kids. liquor yeah. license doesn't allow you. <laughs> 
You can't sit at a table with your kids? No. I think you're missing this point. What? You need a very no, specific no, no. license to allow kids. Yeah. Uh, usually in. it's like, uh, so like at somewhere like the yeah. brew house where you can have kids, it's like until eight and then, it's and yeah. you know and what? then the puck oh, drops. You guys are, you guys are screwed up. We here. have very okay laws yeah. here. Yeah. Very but archaic. Might as well just be in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> Which they probably have no liquor laws. We're going to Utah. Um, they close well, everything Utah at 10 boys. there. But there's just so many things to do right now. The weather's great. Oh. The city's alive. Take yeah. advantage of it all because you got to take advantage of these moments in life because they are Sunday Sports is designed to break your heart. So enjoy the moments where it's good. You exactly. Know? Sunday, long weekend, huge oiler win. Come out. It's mm. still sunny. And this town was just sloppy. Last yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't wait, I can't wait to talk to Rick <laughs> yeah. about some pint stories because oh, yeah, I know the pint would have been melting. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Shout out to our friends at the HGA Group, Cattail Crossing, Alfa Romeo of Edmonton, DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, and Points Bet Canada. Shout out to Frank Cervalli for coming in studio. Yep. And if the series keeping goes- it real on real life, yes, sir, we certainly are. Uh, have a good week, everybody, and we'll be back on Thursday. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.